Welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage Podcast. I'm your host, Bex Buzzy. Today's guest is Madeline. She is the co-founder of Children's Forest School for over 15 years and homeschooling mama since 2020. Madeline has a passion for nature and child development, which compelled her to begin this journey. Madeline is a seasoned classroom teacher with years of experience working alongside children. She has a master's degree in early childhood education and has presented at conferences across the country as well as teaching various courses at local colleges. However, after the pandemic, there was a shift and she emerged with a clear sense of what meaningful learning and connection can look like without walls within nature. In an effort to create community for her child, the idea of Children's Forest School was born. And when she met Melissa and found that they shared the same values in creating such a place for all children, it was a no-brainer. It was a place to be wildly curious, free to explore, and build deep connections. In this episode, we talk about how Madeline and Melissa want to encourage children to build an appreciation for the world around them, to help them understand their place within it. Also, how they created the school for their own children to have access to this kind of experience and learning with their peers. Lastly, they want to impress the fact to go outside, go explore with your children. Go look for mushrooms and flowers and listen to the birds. It's all waiting for you. So go grab your coffee, go grab your tea and a pen and paper because you're not going to want to miss what Madeline has to say. Let's get into the podcast. Say hello to our guests and tell us, what's a fun fact about your industry that will really surprise our listeners? Well, one fun fact about our industry was the fact that there are so many homeschooling families in LA County. I think I read the statistic that after COVID, it was it went up to like 30% of students in LA County are homeschooled. And so I think that was the biggest aha moment for me. And just the fun fact that there is so many families and so few nature enrichment programs for them. So yeah, I was so happy. In fact, when September, the, the number came in that 50,000 students did not return back to LA right. district, I was like, was so happy. Sure, families probably just had an opportunity to see a different way of educating their children. And then once you see that side of it and how rich it is and how many amazing opportunities there are for their children, different learning styles, you know, there's something for everyone. And so I'm sure once they saw that and they had the opportunity and really the privilege to be able to make that transition, I'm sure there was probably a, a big, big influx of families entering this this lifestyle, I guess you can call it. It is a lifestyle. You're right. And and like, I feel like the word homeschool, like the, the title is like, I feel like it's a misnomer because it's like someone before said it was a custom education. That's what it really is. You're it able is. to customize your child's education yeah, individualized and learning at its best, you know, true individualized learning. <laughs> yes. Right. Which brings us to what you do. So what is the focus of your program? Our program essentially was born out of wanting to create a community 
for the families, just like the uh, the parents are looking for a community for themselves within this homeschooling journey. We wanted to create a community for the children, but within the context of nature. So we decided, myself and my partner Melissa, who are you know who also homeschools her children, we thought, what a great way to be able to have this available to families all over. So our program is a nature enrichment program. We migrate all over LA County, Santa Clarita, San Fernando Valley to be able to offer this program to homeschooling families. And it's part-time so they can still build their, you know, their custom learning for their children, you know, enrolling them in different classes or uh, classes on out, out school. So we offer this as a part-time, as an enrichment, as an, in addition to what they're already doing with their children at home or outside of the home to be able to build a relationship, not only with each other, but also with nature, to have a better understanding of nature and how to develop a much more meaningful relationship so that they can take care of it and be stewards of the land and hopefully keep this planet thriving and um, healthier than it is now. What's really cool is that you're doing this in LA County. So like, you know, everybody, whenever they hear LA, they think of, you know, Beverly Hills, you know, LA County, really city. And, and you're taking them out of this, that environment and you're bringing them into the nature of their area, which is so cool because a lot of times people leave their area to go into nature and you're saying, no, hello. Yeah. LA wild spaces that we just... You know, I think we take for granted how dense Ellie is and that it can't possibly be that you have to go out to Yosemite or drive out to Mammoth to really get into a forest. And I would argue that we have a lot of amazing wild spaces here. Santa Monica Mountains is an incredibly rich and diverse place and huge. There's just so much to see there that we could literally spend the entire season at that location and still not see everything that there is there. And so there's wow. a lot in Santa Clarita Valleys, Pasadena. We haven't even entered into the San Gabriel Valley, but wow. there's a lot available to families here. And some of it um, even, you know, touches on urban parks. So just being outdoors doesn't need to be limited to being out in the forest or, you know, some kind of remote area. It can happen within, you know, 30 minutes of your home, potentially. I love that. Happen, you know, uh, it's accessible to everyone. I think we just want to make parents aware that aware of that, that it is accessible to them. And sometimes parents feel fearful to go out. I think they, there's concerns about potential safety, um, wild animals. But I think if we educate the children on how to respond to their environment, assess risks, and learn to identify what is dangerous, what is not, be surprised how, how easy and accessible nature is to them and to the children that continue to come, come into that space. I love that. And, you know, I remember in our, in our conversation, something that stuck out in my mind was you had mentioned that you love bringing them out there because it teaches them to respect and love nature. And I, I don't know why, but that, that phrase just stuck in my mind. It's still even till today. Like I, I can hear it, you know, like I, I, I want to bring them out so they can respect nature and they can actually respect other living creatures and understand, you know, their, their environment. And I think that is really important. I think sometimes, like you had said earlier, that they, we can get so just locked in on like, you know, like the computer or just like not going out and kind of being stagnant. And there is no like, re like respect or reverence to like this beauty that we have around us and that how do we appreciate it? How do we steward it? How do we, you know, enjoy it, learn from it? It's like, you really can learn so much out in nature. We always say like nature is our teacher. And so 
rather than seeing nature as a place to go and use up, you know, use up, go pick the flowers or go uh, use up your energy there, that nature offers so much. And so our goal with the program, not only is the exposure and just being outside and realizing that, you know, climbing a tree is amazing. Like you still have to work on your balance and coordination and problem solving and even address a fear if you have a fear of heights. And so allowing kids to not only explore their own curiosity and wonder and physical limitations and risk-taking, all of that beautiful thing, uh, but also to understand that we can be in relationship, in a balanced relationship with nature. And part of that comes with exposure and understanding and identification, knowledge and understanding the environment in a way where it feels like something familiar to them. They, you know, when they see a particular plant, they know that's sagebrush and, they, and how it smells and how, what it looks like in the fall versus how it looks in the spring. So there's a certain level of intimacy that they start to have with the environment. The more time they spend there, the kind of relationships they built with the plants, flowers, and trees, having spaces that feel, even though it's outside and it's wild, but it feels like it's theirs. It's a place that they can protect and take care of because they, because they care for it. They love it and they've spent time. They have a different relationship with it versus just, you know, passing by or passing through. Yeah. What inspired you to do this? Like it's, I, I love what you're doing, but what, where'd the inspiration come from? I think the inspiration probably had a lot to do with um, COVID. You know, COVID, I think for a lot of families caused a shift and, and nature felt like amidst, you know, with all the fear and the discussions and all of the, uh, you know, restrictions and the lockdown, nature felt like the only safe place to go. Just even for me as an adult, from being stuck at home with my family and not being able to see my friends, not being able to go to work and see my colleagues. Nature felt like almost like a reprieve from it all. I didn't have to think about any of that. I didn't have to mask. I could just be and breathe and see it. And so that feeling that that appreciation with nature, that relationship with nature developed during that time for me. And then once we came out of it, it was not something that I was able to let go of easily. And so I wanted to be able to have, offer that to the children that come into our program, a reprieve, a place where they can just be. Because I think the world, like you said, is so stressful. There's so many demands on kids, even homeschooling children, right? I mean, there are certain expectations. It's a different set of expectations that we have on young people today. And I think nature is always going to be, research has shown it, is a very therapeutic place for all kinds of learners, for children who have anxiety, for children who, you know, even the physical limitations, there's certain things that can occur in nature that feel, you know, restorative to the the body. And so- Uh, ultimately sort of what my needs were met in that in that time frame and I felt like if we can bring that into a homeschooling environment where children are able to experience that together outside that you could pretty much make magic anywhere outside it's true you know so I'm a physics teacher right now we're teaching on like electromagnetic spectrum and the waves and everything And I showed him a video of like I was a video of a of what it looked like an empty room and I was like, you, you guys think this room is empty. I was like, but look, at, look really what's actually happening. And then it, it shows you all the waves, like everything that's happening. Sure. And I was like, you guys think, you guys wonder, why do I feel anxious out of nowhere? Why do I feel this? I was like, because in your house, you have all these devices that are going and your body can't turn down. I was like, it can't shut down. Like you're consistently being bombarded I was like so when you yeah it's everywhere so it's like you know when you go out and I I always encourage my students like go out get out turn your phone off 
get out of get off the computer go to the beach go go to the go to go on a trail you know just go, go and listen to the birds outside what do you notice you know or yes. you know, how look at the tree and as the breeze moves through it something as simple as that it can be a, bring you to a meditative state and yeah so whether it's young kids you know our program only goes uh until about age 11 but I always wonder, like, what happens, you know, these programs often kind of taper off after that age. But adolescents, even more so, they really need, they still need access to nature, access to outdoor spaces and wild spaces, like more so than anyone. They're going through such huge changes developmentally that to be able to have a place to release all of that stress and um, all those changes, to be able to have a, a safe place to go, I think would, would benefit them so, so much. Oh, I love that. I love that. So where can people like connect with you? Where can they find your website, your resources or register for a class? Yes, we offer visits for families who are interested. So if they want to come and just sort of spend the day with us, they're welcome to. They can reach us through our website, www.childrensforestschool.com. And we're also on Instagram with the same handle, Children's Forest School. And you'll see some images of what we do some of the work that we've been doing with the children, some of it might just be snapshots, but all of the inquiries that may, parents may have, whether it's a question about charter schools and funding, or if it's just like what your location you're going to, we can answer all those. Like we handle all the emails, so it comes directly to us. And so any questions parents have or worries or concerns, yeah. hopefully, or I can answer them for you. That's so cool. So you you literally take school outdoors. Yes, outside, like learning without walls. We're outside and we're learning about our environment. We're learning about literacy happens in that space. I know the other day that the children were making, they had created, they found a creek. And there was a, a, a bridge overpass. And so they had, through their amazing and rich imagination, con- converted the creek into tropic meadows. And the bridge <laughs> had become the tropic overpass. And so a child was actually inspired we bring writing materials into that space too so it's not we're not we bring books and art materials and writing materials so if children feel inspired and they want to be able to translate what they're thinking about onto paper we have that available because we have older children who are able to write and some who are not but this child took their story their their imaginative play and created a pamphlet for this imaginary resort right the tropic meadows created a map so the literacy can happen in an outdoor space, the paper didn't get wet. He was able to color it in, create a map, label things. And so all of those, the rich learning that happens in a classroom, I think it can happen uh, much, much more organically outside because again, it's child-led, it's natural, like they're curious about it. And so they can bring in their knowledge into that space and we can hopefully facilitate and continue to nurture that while they're in, in our space with them. That is so cool. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I will have all of your links and everything in the show notes. So as we're wrapping it up, Madeline, like what's one, I mean, I think I already know your takeaway. I feel like everybody who's listening knows your takeaway, but like, what is one big takeaway you want to leave with parents as we wrap our conversation up? It's simple. Go outside. (laughs) Go outside. I think unplug, you know, that childhood can happen unplug you can go outside whether it's in your backyard or to a local park or just take a bike ride you know along a really pretty street you don't need to be you don't even need a car i think nature is accessible and available to you all to all families weekends evenings morning so whenever you have time you'd be surprised like a little 20 minute 
walk in your neighborhood can change your day. Go outside. Go outside. You heard it here. <laughs> Madeline, thanks so much for coming on today and just sharing all of this. <laughs> If you love the conversations we're having here on the Homeschool Advantage podcast, follow or subscribe our podcast to stay in the loop and never miss this amazing content. And please highly consider taking a minute to leave a positive rating and review to help others like you discover this show. See you next time.